Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Yo, let's get it going out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in once again, back again to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Jason, act like you've been here before, fella. What is going on out there, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, sorry, guys, for being a little late today. I apologize for that. I know we're literally normal. Um, but we we had a little uh, mishap by 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 Mr. JG over here to my left. Um, he's out there spreading his wings, if you know what I'm saying. So he just he ran into some apparent apparent cash. Scott, Scott says uh, JG um, must have had an emergency towel situation. Uh, it, it was I should have I, I should have, but I actually I took a shit before I played cards oh. tonight. So um, only thing I have to say right now is hunteds guys hunteds. Yeah, okay. It was a good night at the yeah. casino. So Starsky so out here. Could have been a towel. Hunnids. Starsky says he's been waiting all week for this. Let's go. Well, that's what I mean. We're 45 minutes late, you guys. This is embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. You're out there fooling around. You get all this. Oh. All this you know, because we make more money on this show than you do right now going out. <laughs> I learned this. Cards. So I learned this, guys, back in, what was it, 2009 or 2010, whenever the Hangover movie came out. I learned this back all those years ago. You never leave the casino when you're on the heater. All of a sudden, I found myself on the heater. And I was like, okay, well, I really don't want to be late for the show, but I'm not going to fucking leave either. And so I was on the fucking heater, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. But we're here for you all, so that's the only thing that matters. That's all I care about. <clears throat> Tanner to my right, how you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, you know, happy uh, Sunday Night Football Week. Sunday Night Football Week, right? Sunday Night Football Week. Got some cheese packers. We'll be talking about that for yep. a little bit, of course. Um, we also got some things to talk about with news of the day. I mean, today gave us all kinds of great news to talk about. We got some news. Aaron Rodgers, maybe. We got some Chiefs Royals relocation, maybe, to talk about. Uh, potential. Um, we got, some, obviously, our easy money picks. Some, um, some bucks. We also, we also want to know Antonio Brown. Should he retire? As a stealer or a buck fuck, <laughs> as he calls it. He so, did say not yeah. my words, his. He did say, by the way, one of his tweets. His last tweet was like something about uh, Tom Brady. I'm joking. Let's go get dinner or something like that. Um, I don't, I don't know. If that's how that's going to go down. You know, I, you know, Tom Brady is a cool guy. I don't know that he would be at this point in his career, like be like, yeah, let's just me and AB go hang out and have some catfish somewhere and that's gonna be what we do for the evening and what do you say like i feel like tom brady's got better things to tom, do than oh, hang out with sorry. that guy five hours ago he said tom brady i'm sorry let's go fishing nah see I, I think tom brady's got better things to do honestly better people and better things to do than to hang around with antonio brown so uh if you're ab keep keep on uh jacking off in swimming pools because that's what you do best at these point in your career so um anyways that's all i got to say about that so uh, guys, uh, what are you sipping on? I wish I could tell you, man. It's pink. I wish I could say it's my purple drink, but it's not my purple drink. It's a pink drink. I don't know what the fuck was in that fucking um, bottle. Hold did on. You say, did you say we're talking about Palestine on this show, or did, was that a mishap? Oh, that I, was, I a, that was I, a miss. Well, today is National 
Solidarity. Palestine. Palestine Day. Okay. Today is National we, Day. We talk, I feel like we talked about that but, in, the, in the pre-show well, meeting. And then morning. it kind of, I think the producers kind of eliminated, took that off the table. It seemed like it was it was potentially going to be a topic. Because I, I did want, down. I wanted to talk about Palestine. Now they're not going to let me, the producers. So. Right. It got, you know it got, to, it got talked Fuck down. Fuck them, man. If I want to talk about it, I'll talk whatever about what the fuck I want. You know, well, Normally man? we're they allowed can fire to. fire my ass. Certain what are you going to do, fire me? No, he heard your original comments and he thought it was too far. So. No, I'll do even Bullshit. better. I'll find you. That's what I'll do. Ooh, Fucking producer. Get, get fined, yeah. Hey, he's got to get a stack of bills over here and start exactly. finding a way. You know? Hey, you know what? Dan would never fire me. R.I.P. Dan. <laughs> Shout so, out to so Dan. So JG does not know what he's sipping on. It's a uh, strawberry margarita. Or water, watermelon, watermelon. Yeah, margarita. it's that fucking sissy drink. I saw, that, I saw in the bottle. How old? It said like how 10, old is 10. that? Ten point nine percent. That was summer. It was July. Oh, so it's not too old. Then. No, it's, it's not bad. Still at all. probably good. Ten point nine percent. It's a piece of shit. Sissy ass <laughs> fucking drink. I'm pissed. Tanner, what do you got? Uh, just some classic old uh, Bush light. Yeah. Tonight. So. You've been pounding those all day, or what's up? Uh, kind of all week, really. All so. week, all day. I can't say all um, day. Can't say all day because. You know, I got home a little late, and okay. I did not drink till now. So, uh, is there alcohol in that thing? Yes, there's alcohol in that thing. Oh, I just thought it was like an NA. It's not an NA. I mean, it looks like an NA to me. I've had a few. It you looks got, like an NA to me. It's a light beer. It's <laughs> you, cheap, and that's what we're going with. You fucking guys are celebrating too much. We lost all three of our fucking picks last week. Don't talk about that. Hey, you guys whoa, are acting whoa, whoa, like I don't talk about that. It's the best hard. day whoa, of your whoa, life. Whoa. We are not tone even tone it down a little bit. Just tone it down. Show. I just fucking to tone it down. You guys you are fucking celebrating, cool it. man. Cool it. The people, hey, listen. The, I'm sick and tired of losing people money. The I'm people that listen to the it. show in the first portion versus the second portion are two different people. So we need to make sure the first portion thinks we're always hitting 100%. Now you're oh, giving man. away the, the secrets. I'm above 50. Hey, hey guys. Or whatever uh, that's worth. Before we hop into the any other topic, just a, a quick one for you. Uh, AB posted 11 hours ago. Uh, AB, this is Antonio Brown. She got pregnant in a threesome. So whose baby is it? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah. Are oh. we gonna go there this early in the I, show? I, I think. I thought you were gonna save that for later. Are we going there right now, dude? Yeah. He went on a B. I was at least. I'm, I'm on twenty tweets now. So that that seems like he's on a bender. If you're tweeting, about I don't some, drink Arnold Palmer's. I, like that. I sip KK, Kiki Palmer. You dig? Screw it, Tanner. But he's saying that, he says the same thing over and over and over. All right, we're going to put the Chiefs on hold. <coughs> we're going to go into AB, guys. we got to go into Let's AB. Let's do AB right now. What the fuck Tanner, so here's the thing. Can you put it on the screen for the people out this there? This guy's fucking pissing me the, off. The main thing that we needed to talk about with AB was, should I retire a Steeler or a Tampoon Bay Buckfuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, if you guys remember, or you probably don't remember for this show, but I lost my championship game uh, two years ago. <laughs> Because Antonio Brown walked off the field. I lost that game by one point. Yes, one point. Literally, all I needed was for him to have one other thing happen. He left in the third quarter, um, and I lost that championship by one point in fantasy football. So I've never forgiven him since then, and I still don't. Um, But I think this is a valid question. I think this is a great question, as a matter of fact. He might have had the better numbers throughout his career as a Steeler, but... His actual meaning, meaningfulness towards an organization in catching a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, who's the greatest team of all time. He's got a fucking ring. He won a fucking, a fucking ring, ring with the with the Buck Fucks. So who should he retire with? Should it be the, should it be Steeler or or 
Should or should it? Or here's the other thing. Should it be, could it be? Could it be a patriot or a fader? Well, I love these multiple choice questions uh, because I can I can go with A or I can go with B. So when you're talking about A B, um, you can say okay, he can retire with A, the Steelers, or B, the Buccaneers. Now. I don't really think he thought too much of his Buccaneers or his Fuckaneers experience because while he respected Tom Brady, I think that that, uh, that environment was toxic over there. I think he hated his fucking coach, Bruce Arians, at the time. Meanwhile, anytime you listen to this guy in his interviews talk about Mike Tomlin, is, is if you guys are out there, as broke as you think his brain is. And this is a fucking tragedy because it's broke. You know, I mean, he got hit in the head so many times that he can't even think straight. It's very sad, but as, as broke as his brain is right now, even to this point, he will never say a bad thing about Mike Tomlin. So if it's between those two, um, yeah, he's definitely going to retire with the Steelers, but, Let's put option C on the table. I'm going to go with option C. He's not going to retire with either one. You, you guys want to know why? Because he is going to play next year in the NFL. Mike, are you listening to me? I'm going to pick a too. team for him. He's going to play for the Kansas City Chiefs next year because... Our wide receivers suck ass. You know it, and I know it. So don't don't try to sugarcoat all of your bullshit like you usually do. And you too, Tanner. Don't try to sugarcoat this shit. Receiver core sucks ass. So I'm going to place a bet that A.B. is going to play for the Chiefs next year. He's not going to retire with the Steelers or the Tampon Bay Fuccaneers. He's going to play next year, guys. He's going to fucking play. You know, I thought this was going to be a fun topic until you started going there. And, you know, we've gone over this a billion times, and I've already told you and everyone out there listening that Look me the in my last eyes. play Antonio hey. Brown ever played in the NFL was with the Buccaneers when he walked off the field. That was the last time he ever will play or did play in the NFL, and no no team will ever sign him ever again after that point. He's not washed physically. Like, oh, yeah. He, he He's still washed. has a lot to offer. No, he doesn't physically. have shit to offer. He's an old bum at this point. It's over. Is it, you, you also do you believe in Colin Kaepernick that he's also got the tools still to go out there and throw the ball around? Well, that's a bad comparison because Kaepernick well, hasn't seen a field in fucking a decade. Meanwhile, right. Antonio Brown, last time I checked, he won a fucking ring in the Super Bowl. So look me because in my of eyes. Who? Hey, why did he win that ring? You know, Deion Branch won a ring in a Super Bowl. What does that matter? Look me in the eyes and tell me how you really feel, Mike. That's that's all I want you to do right now. <laughs> Well, you're not going to get me to that to that point today. Okay, okay not today. Because you're happy, Mike. You're going to Vegas tomorrow, so you don't give a shit. Like, I'm just right. trying to... I'm, I'm, I'm masturbating you right yeah. now. Yeah, well, thanks for masturbating me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to bait me in anything today because uh, I already know the truth, and all I know is the truth will set me free from all yeah, of your... That's true. Your, your, I will give you that. Your Antonio you Brown that. nonsense, and like that's that. what I believe in right now. I like that shit. Well, if it's um, anything, it's the Steelers, right? But the Steelers don't want them. The Buck fucks don't want him. Uh, we all know the Raiders and Patriots don't want him. So 
but you don't finish a Hall of Fame career the way he did. I know you think he's going to play for the Chiefs next year, but you don't finish the way the Hall of Fame career the way you, way he did. He has the numbers. He could have just been done at 18, call it quits. Hall of Fame. Here's the thing. Hall of Fame. Antonio Brown will go to the Hall of Fame one day. Um, if Charles Haley goes to the Hall of Fame, then Antonio Brown goes to the Hall of Fame. So Antonio Brown, I don't, I don't care about his antics and some of the dumb shit he does, obviously, up, at this point in his, in his career in life. But uh, he will be a Hall of Famer. He was... At one point in his career, just an incredible receiver, yeah. and he did it for a long period of time. It's not like a thing where we see a lot of these great running backs. 2011. For three years, and then it's over. 2011 to 18, he had I mean, over 1,000 yards outside a, of 2012. Yeah, he, he was amazing. So he will go. Um, personally, I, th- I think the, who you go in with or what team you go in as is always so stupid. First I don't of think all, you need a team. No, nah, it's, it's irrelevant. Honestly, that, that part really is irrelevant. I think he's trying to make – a mockery out of it more than anything else. It's an unnecessary mockery is what he's trying to go for. Probably, he's, I think he spent yeah, the whole baby. day potentially doing cocaine. Um, it's hard to say what he was on necessarily, but um, he's, he's probably on a lot of different things throughout the day and just tweeting away on a nice old Wednesday for us. I so. will say this, <laughs> that when he said, first time I heard him say the tampon bay, fucking ears, <laughs> like I was like, dude, now, now his like he and I are on the same wavelength. I, I was like, I loved his mindset when he said that shit, because now he doesn't give a fuck. You know, he's out of the league. He can just kind of say whatever he wants. But when he said Tampon Bay, dude, that was fucking one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. So, all right, guys. Well, I'm glad we got that out of our systems about Antonio Brown. We can move on to some uh, little better topics, I would say. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's move on to the Chiefs, you guys. The main topic of the day, of course, we're talking a lot of Kansas City today, as a matter of fact. So, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, a little bit of the move situation that we'll be heard updates on. Um, but let's kick it off on a quick recap Chiefs versus Raiders. The last little, was it, 31 17 win yep. over the Raiders uh, this past weekend. Got a little scary in the beginning because we saw him go up 14 0 on the Chiefs. We were thinking, I mean, Did a lot that of have us, Broncos feelings, like eerie well, Broncos vibes for yeah, a minute. No, I, I see where you're coming from. You I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I saw the same thing. There was a lack of the enthusiasm, a lack of energy, a lack of speed on the yeah. field from the team. Um, and luckily, it was one of those things, the defense did pick it up. Offense then got it rolling, going in the second, third, fourth quarter from then on. Um, and it was a great thing to see. And it was it was one of those things that needed to happen. If it didn't happen, then I was going to be concerned about anything going forward with this roster. Um, just because the offense has not been up to par. I mean, you can't have a situation where now the defense goes up two touchdowns in a row, and then there's no offense to back it up to come back. So I think at that point, they, they were there to pick up each other. At that point, as far as both the offense and the defense yes. in that situation. Um, but my, my main question to you guys from coming out of that game would be, has the Chiefs offense in 2023 hit the ceiling after the 31 points versus the Raiders? And what I mean by ceiling is, is this their best output? Is what they did against the Raiders their best output we're going to see going forward the rest of the year? Or is there still something that they're waiting to uncap? Um, because I think... This offense is limited in a lot of ways. Um, 31 points seems to me like uh, quite a big number for a team that just offensively is struggling. So what do you guys think about that? I think 31 points is probably their ceiling if you're looking at, if you're looking at like playoff matchups and things like that. They could probably do a little bit better in terms of like regular season games. I mean, especially against a team like Green Bay. 
Even Buffalo. Like, Buffalo's got so many injuries on that fucking defense. I could see us putting up maybe 35 points on either of those two teams. Um, and then you got the Raiders again. Cincinnati. I mean, I, I don't really think that 31 points is the, the ceiling, per se. Um, I, I think that you could see a bigger game from the offense, certainly in the regular season. But in a playoff matchup, yeah, I think I think 31 is probably the number that you're looking for in the playoffs. But um, in terms of um, what you said about the defense giving up 14 straight points, I mean, they didn't give up shit really the rest of the way. And so I was impressed with the defense. But, uh, yeah, offensively, I mean, did they hit the ceiling? Probably not because I, I expect – I know you're probably going to talk about Rashi Rice – uh, a little bit later, but the fact that Rice had 10 targets and eight receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown, I mean, for me personally, Rashi Rice, he has not hit his ceiling. So why would we think that the Kansas City Chiefs have hit their ceiling? Because we got to get this guy the ball because yep. the rest <clears throat> of the receiver core is not doing shit, and we got to get Travis Kelsey some help. We got to get Mahomes some help. I understand that Rice is just a rookie, but um, I, I like what I like what I saw from him in that last game, and honestly, like if he's the number two target for Mahomes, let's get this guy the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of the things to think about here, Tanner, is that the Chiefs right now are eliminating the negatives on the offense. By eliminating that, I mean we've seen now the past two weeks, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He, you know, two weeks ago he had zero catches for zero yards. This past week he had one catch for negative one yards. One target. One, yeah, one catch, one target, one catch for negative one yards. We're seeing him being removed from the offense because he is a honestly not a good player, not a good football player. Uh, and I mean, it's cool that you're tall and run fast. That's all you do well. Yep. Literally, that's literally all you do well at all, uh, and that's why you're in the NFL. If you were not tall or fast, you would not be in this league whatsoever. And so for me, it's like we're, we're – in this position now where we're, we're starting to force up the guys that are proving themselves, showing themselves out, and that's why Rasheed Rice had a season-high 10 targets. And Sky Moore actually had three catches for, I think, 36 yards or something like that. 34. 34 yards. Um, and then, you know, I just think over time throughout the season, we're going to see guys that are actually worth a damn sprinkle in more often rather than trying to force-feed a bunch of things. Justin Watson did catch a nice touchdown in the end zone after getting knocked on his ass by the linebacker. Um, but even then, he was not a major part of that this was his offense. only catch. That was his only catch in the entire game. Three targets, only one so, catch. And that something, was catch. something to think about as time goes on, maybe with this offense. And obviously, down the back stretch of the season, hopefully, Kadarius Tony can get to a point where he's healthy enough to play. I don't know, four games in a row would be nice. That'd be cool. <clears throat> and then you know, when it's meaningful. Um, but otherwise, you know, I think we the offense itself redefined itself in a lot of ways this game against the Raiders. They did. We saw Isaiah Pacheco being used in short yarded situations where they just needed to convert. They needed one or two yards, hand the ball off to your bruiser, and he got the job done. We saw Noah Gray finally get back in the mix. Noah Gray actually deserves more play time. In my big opinion. time. More, more more targets, in my opinion. Noah Gray has been a big piece he of this offense. He was three for three for 30 with he, a 13 long. He's consistent. In fact, he, he has <clears throat> had, I think, 27 targets this year. Yeah. And I think he's caught or what 24, 20 Yeah, I mean, 30? he hasn't dropped anything. He doesn't drop it. So. so, I mean, he's he's been getting open and catching. He's doing his job basically, which is all we can ask at this point from some of these guys uh that are so-called pass catchers. So, 
Uh, yeah, what's your thoughts, Tanner, on the, the state of the offense? And is 31 the ceiling of this team? 31's the goal, not the ceiling. 31's the goal that we should be able to meet every game. I think 30, honestly. Uh, ceiling should be well up there, top of the 30s, not too much further up. Scott indicated here, do you guys think Pacheco needs to be a bigger part of the game plan? Scott, this is exactly what happened this weekend with Pacheco. 15 attempts, 55 yards, two touchdowns, eight was his longest. He also had five targets for five receptions, 34 yards, and a 14-yard game. Run. Receiving. Guys. We haven't seen a Pacheco receiving game. But And how long? Who, who amongst this table has known all along Pacheco's a great receiving back? Yes, we all have. I mean, I we saw it, Tanner. Were you with – I guess you weren't with me at training camp last year. But, but this year we were there. We all knew in training camp. We saw it. Training camp of 2022 – his rookie year, yes. he was the primary receiving back being used is, throughout camp. He we, was that's used that all way we heard last about was his too. receiving ability. Part part beginning of last year, he was well, used this way but, too. But here's the thing, but last year it was like we saw sprinkles, but it wasn't enough. No. It was just little bits here and there. But it's like he was literally the, the main receiving back, wheel routes, wheel routes. Kind of like we heard about uh what's his name from Tulsa going into this year, you know? Yes. Stuff like that is like now it's like Jerick McKinnon's going to miss this next game against the Packers. Yes, he's, McKinnon's he's, uh, going to be out he again. He did not practice. Clyde only had three attempts, by the way, for everybody and, aware. And I don't give a three damn attempts. about Clyde, honestly. But receiving-wise, Pacheco has a great ability that has not been unleashed yet. We've not we've not seen it yet. What we saw with Pacheco getting the ball in the receiving game is exactly what we need to see going forward. And he we know he's got be, the ability. He, he has to be a part of this game. You're not throwing the ball down to Tyree Kill anymore, fifty yards deep. Travis Kelsey, look, he 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 looks hurt. Plain and simple to me, he looks sore, and he's not. I mean, he's being double covered as well. You don't have anybody else really outside of that that you've been using. Rasheed Rice finally got a breakout moment. Can he be consistent? Pacheco is the key to this Chiefs offense in the receiving game for Rice, Kelsey, and Noah Gray, and anybody else in the receiver ranks. To open up this game, this is massive right here for what we saw versus the Raiders. Yeah, no, I agree. I I enjoyed watching it unfold. It was exactly the kind of game plan that I've been wanting all year long. Yes, uh, between the usage of Pacheco, the usage of Rasheed Rice, and Kelsey was in the mix. Obviously, had ninety yards or so. That's exactly the kind of game plan I've wanted literally all year long. So it was it was nice to see. Um, so my question from that is: Did we unlock? The Rasheed Rice game plan awakening after this game now because now that uh, the kind of the secrets out. I mean the, the we yeah we watch other teams along the way. The other teams have great receivers. Jordan Addison's been putting up numbers with the Vikings. Um, we've seen uh, Jackson Smith and Jugba take some time to get going with the Seahawks. Um, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers has kicked it off strong with the Ravens. Yep. But Rasheed Rice has had this kind of like slow progression where it's like, oh, here's a really nice game, but you know it's not quite. But nice then everything enough. goes downfall. It's like down a and down and down, and then here we go, boom! We have 107 yards receiving, a tutty and eight receptions. Is this the game that unlocks? Because the Chiefs need a receiver to step up. God, I hope so. Is this the one? I hope so. <laughs> now, but here's the thing: Do I trust the consistency of the offense play calling? Not really. That's, that's what I wonder. Is that Andy Reid being Andy Reid? tends to like to uh, preserve things for certain moments and certain big games. And so in Andy Reid's natural character, he seems the kind of guy that would be like, 
well, we got to dial him back a bit, you know, and then, you know, <laughs> force-feeding over to Justin Watson a little more and get Marquez we, more involved. We got to get those vets back involved here. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get Rasheed Rice, uh, you know, three or four catches in the Packers game. You know, but in the playoffs Scott. come along Correct. and it's going to be Rasheed Rice, you know, breakout. But still, is this is this something we can look forward to or are we going to be getting our hopes up for nothing? I'm worried about it. What about you, Jason? I think you can certainly look forward to it in the playoffs. Um but I think that there, you know, look at your upcoming opponents. I could, I could see that scenario that you just talked about, Mike, where Andy just wants to dial it back a little bit and say, "Well, we're playing a shitty team today, so uh, you don't want to, We don't want to show too much." Yeah. And uh, you know, some of these games are rigged anyway, so let's just hide. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to unleash the full bl- my full Rashi Rice playbook. And I think that, you know, I mean, if Andy had his way. He would have fucking hid Rashi Rice the whole fucking season, maybe until week 16 or week 17, and then unleashed him. Um, yeah. But it didn't work out that way because the Still receiver games right now. The Still receiver the receiver core was so fucking shitty. I I, I think it forced his hand. You had it was to. like yeah, it forced his yeah. hand. It's like okay, I've got to I got to get this guy reps, uh, you know, and we we got to get him into the mix. And I think that you know, I mean, yeah. Just fucking unleash the guy, you know. If you want to fucking hold back a little bit and maybe one or two games, that's fine. But you know you're going to use this guy in the playoffs because you know if your goal is to win a chip, you, you know we we won we won one championship with Tyreek Hill and one without. And I'm not saying Rashi is Tyreek Hill, but he's kind of like that next guy that you're looking towards in the receiving core to to be um, an elite to be wide receiver, just to, be, Here's to just, be an impact just, player. And you're not going to win a Super Bowl unless you have that next guy. Yeah, impact and reliable. Someone that you can trust to throw the ball ten times a game. And, and that's the whole thing is because he had so many issues with drops early on that Pre-season maybe, primarily. maybe Andy just didn't trust him enough. But, I mean, at this point, you must – you must because well, you're not going to win anything without him. So you yeah, might as well try to win with his, him. His drop rate is actually better than most of the guys in this current roster. So it I is. mean that is, that is the that's truth of that. Yes, that. and even then he dropped a, a pass last week. It's oh yeah, and that's so. how shitty it is. I mean you you have to get him the ball. You have no other choice. Yeah, no, I agree. A couple more questions, guys. Uh, so Nick Bolton, I know you like to go over the injury report, Tanner, but Nick Bolton appears to be back at practice at least. Limited right now. So my question for you, maybe not for this week necessarily, but um, going forward. So with the emergence and the amazing success of Drew Tranquil as a chief, which uh, I think uh, anyone with some smarts about themselves knew was going to be a steal in free agency uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was excited about this guy from the get-go. And he was it was one of those guys that uh, it's like we signed him and no one talked about it. And meanwhile, I'm just like, guys, why do we all keep forgetting Drew, Drew Tranquil was signed to the Chiefs. You know how much of an impact player this guy can be? Look what he did. Against I've seen him team. against Mahomes in the past as a Charger, picking off Mahomes, yes. making a play. He's a playmaker. Well, here he is proving himself not just in passing situation, but as a run stopper. I mean, guys stepped up huge in the run game for the defense. Um, but now Nick Bolton coming back, who's also an amazing linebacker, just as good, if not better in some aspects. What do you guys do? What do you guys do with the rotation? Like you, Because beforehand – Nick was your number one. Drew sprinkled in here and there. But now how do you work him in? How do you make sure you get the best out of what you got to work with? Let me ask you this here. <clears throat> and I don't – just trying to think like personnel-based and 
how, how you would do it, it, would it be possible to substitute Willie Gay out and put a Tranquil in that spot or, or Nick Bolton? It is, but it's it's hard. I, I know it's That's, different it's style position. Different, linebacker. Yeah, it's different. And Willie Gay is also good at what he does. He does. You know what I mean? Like, but his athleticism helps him. Do you look in that kind of fashion? I, I mean, or do I don't you know. just rotate him and keep him keep it healthy? You know, not healthy, but you know, everybody fresh. I don't as know that I necessarily like the idea of taking Willie Gay out from that. Uh, I think he plays on the strong side more than anything. Yeah, but out from those kind of situations. Or even Leo Chanel yeah, that's from those situations, which Leo's come on really strong this year, which is great to see. Um, had, had a really good rookie year, but even I better mean, coming into year two. It's like, what like, do you do? Like, obviously, you'd, the, you, wanna, the, you want him on the field. The obvious answer is you don't rush him back, right? We know that. We're, we don't rush him back. But when it is time to get back on the field, let's just say he, he doesn't start this week, right, against Green Bay, whatever. Next week, what do you do with him? Do you just rotate fresh legs? That might be the way to go. That might be what it is, right? Might be the way to go. Rotate fresh legs, I guess, and you and play situational football. Yes, I'm going to rely on Steve Spagnuolo to figure that part out because uh, he's been a master of it, and I think that's what it's going to come down to is who's going to fit best in each each given situation. If you're in a third and one, I want both Drew and Nick Bolton out there at the same time, regardless. I want Drew. I want Nick Bolton. I want Leo Chanel out there. My three best run stoppers at the same time yep. at linebacker on the field. And even if you want to throw in Willie Gay, that's fine too. But that's what I would go about it. I'm, I'm good with the that. coordinator. But one way or the other, it's like you can't just like take him off the field like he's no longer a, a guy that's on the defense. <laughs> like he's got to play snaps. He's got to play still 50 percent of the snaps at least. I, mean, I, think, I think it's a good yeah. problem to have, and oh, I, awesome. I agree with you, Tanner. Is that we have to kind of ease Nick Bolton back into the rotation because like yep. these next few games, I mean, it, it, we're not exactly playing a lot of world beaters. So I, I think that you ease him back in. We just want Nick Bolton to be healthy That's all. for the stretch run and the playoffs. And, you know, we want to win a chip with him. And when he's your number one, that that's what it's about. Let, let's make, make sure this guy is healthy. So in the near term, yeah, let's just rotate fresh legs like you guys are saying. Very nice, very nice. What are you drinking water over there, Tanner? Bush yeah, Light? What is that, 2% alcohol? I'm Good job, it, man. I'm, I'm ready. Old, I'm doing the old uh, JG pour. You're fucking, what are you Clear. like? Uh, I might as well. What's the it's kind of golden colored water. What's the difference between an NA beer and a 2.5% beer? That's what I've always wanted to know. I, I haven't, still to this day, I haven't figured that shit out. I've always I think wondered. It's the same fucking hey, thing. Calm down now. It's 4%. Tanner, so here's the thing. What would happen first? Would you just piss yourself to death from drinking all those, or would you get drunk before you drank too many bush lights? Oh, I'd probably piss myself first. You just piss yourself all day long yeah. before you ever got drunk? I, I'm not looking to get drunk tonight, so I'm just looking to have some beers and chill. What? That's possible? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of such I know a thing. It's, I, I know it's weird for you guys. never heard of such a thing. I man. can't chill, man. What? If I'm drinking 4% <laughs> bullshit... Yeah, I will be in that bathroom all day. <laughs> well, I can't like it'll be like a receptacle. It'll be one beer in, piss coming out your dick. At the the same last time. so the last time the the last time I was able to chill, uh, probably my whole life, the only time I was able to actually chill with a four percent beer was when I was on a float trip and I drank fucking twenty five of them. That was the only time I was able to chill with a four percent beer. Other otherwise, like those those two words <laughs> don't match up. 
four percent. Probably were like bloated as hell too after that. I mean, I was saying like just from volume. No, I wasn't bloated. You just take you piss. He's you piss all out. He's pissing out in the river, In your mouth, straight out your dick. In the river, but I did it on the Missouri side, so I didn't really give a shit. I didn't feel guilty. If everyone pisses in the Missouri River, we went on the Boulevard tour. If you pour it in a glass, you get rid of the gas. That's actually a good segue, Mike. If you're talking about the Royals potentially coming to the Kansas side, well, we gotta. Still talk about the prediction. Uh, oh, for the game. For the game. By the way, I looked up the drops for the season so far. Rasheed Rice does lead the drops for the receivers. Seven drops a season. Uh, Kelsey's at four. Seven seems a little bit much. I don't know. Uh, drop percentage. Uh, Justin Ross, Richie James, Blake Bell, Clyde. Then Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice, from the most active out of everybody, it does lead it in percentage as well. Seven seems a little high for Rice, but whatever. It's fine. So just want to throw that out there. Uh, let's get in the injury report here for Green Bay. We're going to Green Bay, baby. That's what's going to be exciting here. The Chiefs <clears throat> injury report here. McKinnon did not practice with that groin. Uh, limited practice for Mr. Bolton. Brian Cook, every, or everybody else was full practice. No worries there. Green Bay side of things here. Had a little bit more worrisome here. Jair Alexander was limited. Devondre Campbell was limited. Kenny Clark was limited. Um, A.J. Dillon did not practice with a groin injury. Uh, Rashad Gary, limited practice with a shoulder. Aaron Jones did not practice with a knee injury. Jaden Reed, chest injury, did not practice today either. Um, And then uh, that's really about it, so... Uh, that's worthy. Man, they're fucking. Those guys are fucking. They're banged beat up, up man. <clears throat> they, they went out and yeah. beat the Lions and hurt themselves all in the same time. Yep. 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 When I'm in Vegas, we placing some bets on that stuff. Fuck yeah, so, dude. You'll be in Vegas. I'll be down on the ground in Lambo. Eighteen rows up from the thirty. There you go. Tanner's gonna be at the game. Pumped. Dude. Be full of cheese fans. Let's probably go. wearing black and red face at the same time. <laughs> um, so Tanner, don't don't paint full black face. I, I, I can't do Only it. Only do half black face. I can't do it. My, I'm not. Her- I don't have heritage. I mean, you could still, if you wanted to, paint black. And oh, red that's on your true. Face. I'm glad you brought that up. So I, I could. Still so that, that means just don't wear a headdress. You've you've tested. Technically, I could go full. I could do full, full black. black. Yeah, I I can do that. <laughs> I, I you do it. With do the, it. Uh, I've never done the test. No, do it if, like if Tropic you guys, Thunder. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys get on Ancestry.com, you can prove it, man. Then you can yeah. paint your face whatever fucking I, color I you want, I can't man. do it. I don't, I've never done it, so. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Tanner, uh, do you have a prediction for us? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Nick Bolton possibly being back. I think it brings a lot. The Hurt Packers. Uh, I'm still standing by my words, Mr. Nick Botkins. Green Bay stinks. And I yeah. think this defense is going to crucify it for it. Uh, this is not the Detroit Lions. This is the Kansas City Chiefs, and this defense is hella better coming into play here. If Dylan's not practicing and and Aaron Jones not practicing, there is no run game for this team. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are coming off a high offensive uh, game. The defense is coming off a straight stop after 14 points. 34 to 17. I'll give him 17. Seems a little high scoring to me, Tanner, to go 34-17. Um, now, I'm, I'm going a little more the other way uh, as far as scoring goes, I guess. But, no, I just I, I see a good a good fought game. I, I, I'm not a believer in Jordan Love. I've seen a couple nice passes from him over the last few games. That's great. But um, I think 
despite the injuries they got to deal with right now, there's a lot of things to work with right there. Um, Chiefs are in the middle right now of trying to get ramped up at the right time and getting hot at the right time. And this is a great time to continue on what we saw that was going on with the Raiders game in the third and fourth quarter with the offense ramping up. Um, so, anyways, I think this game is going to be a nice, probably boring game in a lot of ways, but the Chiefs put up some numbers. Hey, no, uh, no, t- no. This is an energetic game, and I get carried out of the stadium at the end with a victory. Well, it's 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 not going to be a close game <laughs> by NFL standards. It's going to be 24-13. to 13. I'll take that. It's going to be the Ooh, final score. You I'll and I are that. close, so dude. You and I are close. <laughs> that'll be what we're working with, and uh, – the Chiefs defense will prevail, and it's going to really piss off Jordan Love and the Packers fans who think they have a goddamn chance against Kansas City Chiefs right now. Because I tell you what, right now it's uh, it's not happening, Packers. Uh, this is this is not going to end well for you guys. But uh, I hope you guys put up a fight because it at least makes it more entertaining when I'm sitting there uh, cranking back some cold ones while I'm in Vegas. Yeah, Packers are coming into this game hot, man. I mean, they just want to. Divisional game against the Lions, which are, you know, what, a top three team in the NFC. Um, I top like four, yeah. yeah, I like what Jordan Love is doing um, in the intermediate passing game, and I like his development coming along real nicely there. Uh, but Green Bay's defense is pretty shitty. And the Chiefs, on the other hand, has they've, they've got an amazing defense. I don't really think the Chiefs' offense is going to have to do a whole lot in this game. Um, So I'm going to go with 24-10, very close to you, Mike. He had 24-13. Again, could be a very boring game, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, Green Bay is going to come back to the mean a little bit, coming off that uh, amazing victory that they had. But, again, defense is pretty shitty over there in Green Bay. Yep. All right, guys, uh, one more question before we move along. Um, This is a multiple choice. You guys can pick whatever one you want. So we know the Chiefs have some issues at receiver this year. We expect a full remake remodel going into next year. Marquez will be gone. Justin Watson is probably going to be gone. Uh, Rasheed Rice will stay. Sky Moore uh, might be gone. He'll be there. (laughs) I don't know. Watson's going to be here forever, man. Watson will be here. Get used to it, baby. Canarius Tony could be gone. Could be gone. So my question for you is the top free agents available for next year. Out of this list, who would you most like to have as a chief? Would it be Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Calvin Ridley, or Michael Pittman? Who would be your choice out of those five receivers? I'm taking T. Higgins out. He gets injured too much the last two years. He's been injured, has not been healthy. I'm going to take him out. Any, any other thoughts? I'm going to go with Michael Pittman just because I think he, out of the guys that you just named, is the most undervalued because um, the quarterbacks that he's had throwing to him are mediocre or shitty at best. And so I think that as a free agent, you could probably get the best price for Michael Pittman. And I think he, if you throw him on the Chiefs, dude, with Mahomes, I mean, the sky's the limit for that guy. You look at the quarterbacks he's had to deal with, not to take anything away from from Matt Ryan, but you know that Matt Ryan is fucking kind of in the dog days of his fucking career. But uh, I think for the price, uh, Michael Pittman would be the choice for me, just based on his uh, undervaluation. Yeah, I like that too because, like you're saying, because of his career productivity to this point, 
working with a bunch of turds. That's going to help, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> gonna help uh, actually lower some of his value at the moment. So making him more price worthy, you know, yeah. where I think we all see the upside of Michael Pittman, like Michael Pittman Jr. I, end up being I think that's my superstar too. with the with the elite quarterback like Mahomes. But he's healthy too. And yeah, he, he, plays. I mean, he doesn't miss his, he doesn't really miss time. I mean, so I just I think him with a real quarterback and a real offensive coordinator knows what the hell they're doing. Real head coach, like, you know, a stable uh, head coach would be nice. Correct. Correct. I'm not taking obviously Boyd would be nice too, but I'm taking I don't want him is, as uh, a one though. Is Mike Evans too old for you guys? Mike Evans is 30. Uh my issue with him is not really necessarily I don't know, not necessarily his age for me, but the fact that he's missed games the last couple of years. <clears throat> he only played 15 out of hey, what, still 18, the 1000 games. I'd say if you can get him cheaper like if, <clears throat> if you're if your cost you know, if, your if, cost if Evans is cheaper is, because of age, yeah, I would. I'm all in. I'd be all in. Give me two that. years. I would, that's all I would do is two years. So he's he's at eight fifty so far through eleven games, right? So and and the motherfucker never gets injured. He oh. just keeps here's putting a, up these right. fucking he numbers has, he has every back fucking year. Here's the, here's the thing. I would give Pittman like a five year deal. I would give Mike Evans like a two sure. two year deal. Yeah, but Pittman would be my favorite because you could grow with him. Correct. You, know, you you could really develop a chemistry between. Pittman, have a Rice, run. and Mahomes all together at once, plus whoever rookie you draft. Now that's when we're talking about having an elite yeah. receiving group eventually. So for sure, Pittman would be my 1B. My 1A is Antonio Brown. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm sure he is. So I'm not sure going to be is. upset whichever one we sign. I'm not going to be upset. Yeah. What did you think of that video, by the way? 1A Antonio and 1B. Brown? What did you think of that video? What, you like that he, video? You mean the one when he whipped his cock yeah, out there? Yeah, in, in the pool? You uh, like that yeah, shit? no, I didn't Did you enjoy like that, that one, man. I, I, I felt sorry for him in that moment. I really I was did. just wondering. You talk about him a lot. I wasn't sure if that dick was on your mind or what. No, that, that's not, re- that's that not, not what I'm was? going, it just, man. Okay. No, I'm not going okay. there. I, I really feel <laughs> you, sorry for You think for the about guy. him more than I think about a lot of guys. That's I why I was wondering about, if that dick is on I will put it this way. I do think... Uh, a lot more about his championship ring than I do his actual cock, if that means anything a- to a- you. Yeah. He needs to get a bigger ring so we could fit it on his cock. He a- could have a cock ring. A big a big Super Bowl cock ring. You, yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I've heard of the cock rings. I, yeah. I've heard they're fantastic. Yeah, if you're Antonio Brown, you should have told the, the Tampa Bay the Buck, cock- the buck <laughs> Bucks to... Uh, <laughs> You know, fuck uh, the one on the, the finger. <laughs> give me give one for my cock. I've heard the cock rings are fantastic, so maybe that's that's yeah. what we're AB, looking for here. Is a maybe cock nine ring. hours ago, tweeted blogs keep lying on my dick, but it ain't shrinking. He tweeted that like five times today. You say what? <clears throat> blogs keep lying blogs. on my dick. Blogs. B l o g s. Like a dude. Writing, I think blogs. Writers. I'll tell you this. But I it think- ain't shrinking. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. When you look at all those tweets coming out, the NFL, I think, owes him. They, they, they need to get him into a facility and get him some help, man. <laughs> I, I think the NFL should just pay for it full on. Like, I'm they owe him. AB tweets up. The, so. like, <laughs> I love it. I don't know if he's done it yet, but <clears throat> AB should, should sue the living shit out of the NFL and get some, some mental help because I think – the NFL owes it to him. All right, guys, that's we, pretty fucked up. We don't got a lot of time left, so let's let's talk about something that came out today. Something kind of this big news a little bit uh, that came from Bob Fesco Tanner. If you have that for us, uh, go ahead and post that up on the screen for the people out there watching. Um, so here's what he said. He said, "Just spoke to a stadium insider. I am told it is looking and more likely that both the Royals and the Chiefs will be leaving Jackson County. I am told both teams are beyond frustrated with the county at this time." Quote, 
we're fucked is the quote I was given. Uh, we're meaning Jackson County. And there was also another one, if you have that, Tanner. I don't know if you got that along the way, too. So this was actually the update from City Council of Kansas City. So this Kevin O'Neill guy is actually an important person uh, in regards to this whole situation, verifying what, what Bob Vesco you said. You need me to read it? You might need to read this one. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little flat. It's hard, it was hard to get everything for me, at From me 20 feet away. <clears throat> I am hearing, so Kevin O'Neill said, I am hearing that Royals are about to start entertaining offers from other municipal, municipal, Municipalities. <laughs> Damn it. You mean, municipalities? It's too, big, it's too big of a word at this time of day. Uh, municipalities? Yes, there you municipalities? Go. It's too big of a word with his it's too big of a word it's, with his four percent beers that he's fucking yeah, trying right yeah, now. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Is Clay a legitimate site? Absolutely. Is Kansas trying to get them to the legends in Wyandotte County? You bet they are. Many people think Royals are leaving for Jack are leaving Jackson County. Shame. And then he also uh, tweets on top of that that we might lose the Royals. I hear now that the Chiefs are also upset with Jackson County and might look at other sites. How did we get here? This should have been a no-brainer. Heartbroken if either franchise leaves. All right. Now keep in mind this guy is from Missouri. It's from Kansas City, Missouri. So, um, but you know, here we here we reside here in Lenexa, Kansas, and uh, I just want to hear some of your guys' thoughts on the potential. What this means, like if this means anything to you guys, I mean, I want to know, uh, you know, we've always been talking about the last few, a couple of years now, it seems like the Royals moving at some point, if things don't go well with getting a downtown baseball stadium, because first of all, the organization has done a poor job of representing what they want out of the situation. And um, frankly, it doesn't make sense in a lot of ways. I mean, as far as I'm concerned as a, as a Royals fan. But I think that the what's going on with the Royals right now is actually now brought the Chiefs involved as possibly being a I think so someone that's now in, on board with going like I mean, okay we don't like how this is going either so for even you guys this time last year there's a quote from Mark Donovan the president of the Royal or the Chiefs and he said it's always been our plan that we were going that's our lease and we're going to figure out we're going we're going to do going into the end of the lease or sorry the Royals sorry that's what I meant but. That's assuming that he's talking about he's trying he wants to finish out the lease and then go from there. They still got the World Cup coming in the next few years. And remember this too. 26, 27, 28, the World yeah. Cup's here. Well, the, the Chiefs are here's the thing. If all this was to go down, we're talking about years and years from now still. Correct. I mean, we're talking probably six, seven years from now when this would happen, I believe. But uh, uh the he idea, said thirty one. Right. So that'd be eight. Almost seven years. Seven years, yeah. But it, here's the thing: is so if this was all to go down, um, where would you like to see the, the Chiefs or Royals end up? Where would be your favorite spot for either team or both teams? I'm cool with Legends. I think the Legends makes a lot of sense. There's you know, plenty in, of uh, land. And uh, the Chiefs, especially, have the majority of their season ticket holders in Kansas, uh, primarily from Johnson County. But you know, going up to Legends is not something that Johnson Countyans are unfamiliar with. When we when when Johnson Countyans go to Wyandotte, we don't we don't go straight north into Shipville. We go up to <laughs> the Legends, right? We go up to that area. Yes, that is, that is the truth. There is a good part of Wyandotte. There is a good part. It's just not most of the <sighs> county. So that there's a lot of space out there, a lot of land out there too to work with. You got the Speedway out there, the Casino, Hollywood Casino. Lots of other restaurants and bars out there. So one of the things people talk about when they talk about the Royals 
is that you know we want this downtown baseball stadium so that they we want, like, the we have an atmosphere. Oh my god, because you know our team sucks so bad, we need to have something else to do with our time, and so that's why we wanted this stupid ass downtown baseball stadium to begin with. Is we want to have bars to hang out with before and after. Who gives a fuck? Well, you could give a fuck, I guess, if you put them out in the legends, because then they're just right there. And if if you want to, also it's easy to get out. Yes. So it's easy access to if you want to screw around out there for hours on end and waste a bunch of time, you can do that the same way you could as if you're downtown, just probably less traffic, actually. Um, so anyways, I think that if it was to come to Kansas, it would make sense for both teams to end up at the Legends in Wyandotte County, um, which is just from here, you know, 15 minutes north. It's such a weird situation because as shitty as the leadership is in Jackson County right now, I am also a traditionalist living on the Kansas side basically my whole life. I've actually enjoyed um, watching the Royals and the Chiefs being on the Missouri side. Yep. All the while knowing that it's been Johnson County that pumps all the money into that shit. I mean, all of the fucking money into that shit. I, I have nothing against Jackson County. I think their leadership is shitty. But you know what? You get better leadership in there. Like, vote these motherfuckers out, get some decent leadership in Jackson County, and you can keep those two fucking teams. Um, but, like, if you're just giving me my choice right now, yeah, I'd put them at the Legends in a heartbeat. I just feel like, as you know, me personally as a traditionalist, I've watched these two teams in Jackson County my whole life. I, I would like them to stay there. But we're going down a road of no return where it's just, it's like the leadership is so shitty in that fucking county. It's just like, okay, if you're, if you're going to play ball like that or not play ball at all, let's, let's bring them over. Well, someone I, mean, else I mean, I think this is better than, you know, sending them out of Kansas City altogether because at some point, you know, I don't believe this is going to happen, but at some point, if, if if it's going to be that shitty of a situation where you can't build a downtown downtown stadium I mean at some point we're gonna move the Royals out of out of state and do a whole nother fucking you know move them to another completely different state and I don't want that and so I think the legends is the perfect scenario for me but honestly I don't give a shit if they end up in Clay County either but if if Jackson County is being that shitty then give them the fuck out of there I don't care does it bother you guys, though? Like, both these teams have been in Jackson County now for 50 years, and all that's been built up around the stadiums is, like, a Taco Bell and a couple gas stations. Yeah. Um, there's been nothing put into work over there. Hey, to don't forget the Denny's. Build around. You know, of course, there's the Denny's, of course. <laughs> um, just, just It, it doesn't bother me. Vest. It doesn't but, bother me because our fans are so loyal. We tailgate. We're so fucking loyal. Right. That's where we have our fun. We, we yeah. don't. We're so loyal, we don't care about the surroundings. We are going to support right. our teams no matter what, no matter how shitty that fucking Taco Bell is there, is over there. Well, you know, the, the Royals' attendance was actually up 1% this past year, despite losing yeah. 107 games or whatever it was. But at some point, if we're going to support them the way that we do, like I feel like we should get them to a spot that really appreciates them. And that that's why I think the Legends would be a perfect spot for me. What a... Yeah. Let me ask you guys this here because we were at a different location you know, on the Missouri side. Uh, you were there the weekend after I was, the Parkville 
on the west side of, of Parkville. Built up, new area. No, Charbar went it, in. It is easy to get to. It is easy to get that, to. There's that land area out there. Is nice. They it have, is nice. It's, it's in the middle of being built up more. Yeah, they got lots of bars. There's a brewery out there. Charbar is just starting. It is on the border, basically, of the state Pretty line. Pretty close. It's not far out. Yeah, I, I think that. I don't know. The, the majority of the inner city, you know, would. Would have a harder time with that, um, but you're kind of in the in between of like it's almost like you're indecisive of like where well, do you want to be? Not far from twenty nine. You, you want to be in Kansas or you want to be in Missouri? And you're not far from. It's 70. right there on the border, and it's like it's yeah. it's tough. You're to not call far from twenty nine or seventy. I feel like the bottom line is is if you're gonna keep bringing money in from Johnson County the way that you have all these years. Johnson Countyans will drive to the legends at the drop of a hat. Oh, they easy. don't. They don't give They'll a shit. Uber to the legends. Yeah. So like, just move them all out to the legends. Like that's what I would do. Yeah. At this point, um, if that's the way things are going, well, uh, that's the way. I mean, I, here's the thing. I'm I'm fine with the Royals going wherever the fuck they end up going. I don't really care. The Chiefs. I want them to stay where they're at personally. So so think about. But this, if not, though. then whatever. Bringing it over to Kansas. What does that mean? That means more <laughs> revenue. That means you get partners with the betting aspect of things because you can put the, the the machines in there. Now you have a whole different lineup. In your I, I I will say this. Um, we've been talk. We've been going back and forth on this shit. Um, if we could get the Royals and the Chiefs to the Kansas side, that would be. I don't want one. I want both. both. And let me tell you why. That would be my dream scenario because when I was five years old in 1982, we lost the Kansas City Kings. And if we were to lose on the Missouri side, both football and baseball, now all of a sudden you're looking at a different story where my dream, my childhood dream could come true where we could get an NBA team down there at the T-Mobile Center. So then you you would have a professional sports team in, on the Missouri right. side, but I, I think that's the only way that could ever work because they promised us an NBA team when they built that fucking thing, and they were lying out the side of their mouth. It, it, it's never going to happen. But if you could bring baseball and football to the Kansas side, now all of a sudden that's back on the table. That is. That's a good point because then they have something to put their money towards uh, within the NBA team at that point. In Jackson County. So. And then that would give Jackson County some motivation to pull their head out of their ass and get some better leadership in the we city did, council. I did, I did run into a, a couple turds along this past couple days on Twitter. What else is new? Don't we all? <laughs> Twitter is full of the turds. But um, it's, you got to call it the X, man. There's no such thing as Twitter. I don't, I'm going to continue to call it Twitter. I don't get them up on the X. I don't care about the X. <laughs> but uh, someone, you should care. someone tweeted at me. Uh, today saying that if the Chiefs were to move to the Kansas side, that they would lose a large portion of their Missouri fan base oh, if that was to happen. Oh, yeah. So, sure so they, they lose the Rams, and then they would lose the Chiefs. So that means they're going to follow their own ass. So <laughs> they're going to the XFL, baby, full-time yeah. St. Louis Battlehawks. Right, so my, my whole point was like, Okay, so more than 50% of your season ticket holders are Kansas natives. Um, so somehow now the Missouri people are just going to bail out and be like, oh, we're not Chiefs fans anymore. Well, like I said to the guy, I was like, well, okay, here's the thing. If that's the case, then the people who decide to drop out or drop off the bandwagon, they were never truly Chiefs fans to begin with. Yeah. Like you're not a true diehard Chiefs fan if they move 20 miles to the west of Missouri – 
20 miles, 20 minutes from Missouri, and now you're just going to drop them off as if they never existed. Here's the thing. It takes they, them still 20 minutes to get to the stadium in the Missouri. But they can so still, still the good news is, minutes. guys, if they, if they move to the Kansas side, we can now uh, we can now change the name and logo and get rid of all of this awful apparel. Uh, uh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm oh. talking about the chop and, and oh. arrowhead <laughs> and the name. We got to change the name. Kansas um, so we can do City. all those things to appease the woke SJWs. So that's what we can do Kansas to appease that, those kind of people. That would probably end racism. That would end racism as move we know to it. Kansas and then could we end redefine the entire team. Move? And then everyone's happy. No one's offended anymore. Yeah. And so uh, Chiefs don't point. exist. That's yeah. awesome. Definitely yeah. need to get rid of the uh, the chop and all that bullshit that comes with it. They can be the Red Hawks until we find something else to be upset about. But the, the Missouri, the Missourians would still have the uh, St. Louis Blues and the fucking Cardinals. That's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah, they you, still have you something think, to look forward to. Do you think Blues would be offensive towards people who are – um, you know, just involved in other aspects of music that maybe, maybe, maybe you're a blues musician and you know, they're just a shitty team. And so you don't want to be associated with them. If the, I will if tell blues you are shitty, then maybe I'm going to look like I'm shitty. I will tell you this. I, I'm not like a, a musician or anything like that. I used to be, but if I were involved in, uh, the bluegrass, isn't that like a form of music? Yeah. The yes. bluegrass yeah, music. Bluegrass, yeah. I would be offended. It's good shit. Like if, if, oh, they, if they didn't the change, blue. if they didn't change their fucking name, so, both of them that's blue, offensive. Yeah. Uh, guys, I agree. <clears throat> so I asked Chat GPT real quick here. I want to know ten names that could be different for the Kansas City Chiefs instead of the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Oh God. Uh, one was the KC Warriors. Two was the Missouri Chiefs. So even Chat GPT says, "Let's, nah. let's go with the Chiefs." Nah. Red and Golds, Kansas City Footballers, KC Gridiron Stars, Missouri Redhawks. KC Arrowheads, Midwestern Chiefs, Midwestern Chiefs, KC Gridiron Champs, and Missouri Gridiron Royals. I kind of like the idea of just being called the Red and Golds. I like the because red and it's golds. just colors, and so it's like going to be really. Like, you most, can't be offended. Like red is red going to offend anyone? I don't know. Is gold going to offend someone? Maybe people on the West Coast. I don't know. Niners, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the Forty ers could be upset by the idea that we have gold in our name, considering. Some of the things they went through to fight for finding gold that time. So, I don't know. Eventually, I, I just think maybe in today's age, we look at it and say, hey, that's going to be socially acceptable. But I think maybe 30 years from now, we're going to find a way to uh, go ahead and want to cancel that because it's just too oh. offensive. So, I asked, that, I asked Chad GPT again. I go, what would be offensive in this list? In, in a PG-friendly context, all the names listed should be appropriate and inoffensive. For now. We gotta add the words for now, because we don't know what society looks like, Tanner. Twenty, That's thirty true. years from now. Twenty years from now, it might be different. I mean, I mean, it might not be allowed. Buffoons might be a bad word. Ooh. Well, it's gonna be a, a big problem. And sports is too masculine, so we need to make sure we uh, get that knocked down a notch. So eventually, athletics? we're gonna have to get both of those athletics? things. Athletics. Um, the athletics. Athletics are already in Vegas, man. You we should just be that. called, you know, maybe maybe ten years from now we'll just go to the we'll become the the beta talkers. It's the beta talkers, and that'll be our name. Is that going to be bland enough for uh, no one to potentially get offended, even if it's just one soul? out there. He wants to know what the total combined yardage between the Bengals and Jags will be. Total combined yardage for the Bengals and Jags. Let me give you a number of six hundred and eighty-three. You said six eighty-three. I say like under five. 
Under five. Wow. Okay. I went six eighty three on mine. Would be my total. We could do a, an animal. That name. guy. He, he must be filling out a bracket of some kind right now. He, That's he why must be. You brought asking, up. So you brought up the animal names. We could. We could rename the chiefs. Well, Peta. Uh, how the about thing. the horn? How about the horny toads? Peta's not going to offend anybody. All right. Peta's not going to like that. We got to keep I think it going. Like it, dude. All right. Well, we'll talk about this, guys. Good Can't. news is we're going to be doing this show forever. So. We'll come back. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to it's this. It's gonna last forever. And man. figure out uh, what was forever. the right name whenever the Chiefs are renamed something else and moved to Kansas. The, right, hor- the horny toads. <clears throat> I just renamed them right now. The horny I, uh, toads. Are we uh, just? I don't want to spend much time on this, guys. We get the easy money, and I got to get home and do some other shit. You're going to Vegas, man. That's what I mean. I don't got time to jack around and wait on your ass to win a bunch of money. All right. So first thing though, um, is there any chance? that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and play this year, or is it all for show? Depends who's making the decision on the New York Jets. Decision? Is it, is it Aaron Rodgers? Is it not up to Robert Sala? Is it Sala, or is it the owner in Why GM? would it not be up to Robert? If, you, if you're Robert, Robert Sala, probably wants to I don't to know. Do Robert Sala says, fuck you, Aaron. I don't care go, if you tear it again. Go go ask go uh, there. Teppers or whatever from there in Carolina drafting uh, Bryce here's over the, Stroud. Here's the thing. You're working with a 40-year-old quarterback. If you're a coach in that situation, you don't really give a shit about the future. You're saying, get your ass out there now if you can, you know, if you can. Because we're not worried about the future. We're not worried about you as if you're some fragile 23-year-old running back. But if we don't want to get injured, you know, like we treat Kadarius Tony. 40 mil, right? Or something like that, something stupid. Oh, I don't know. But, look, I, I think that right now what we're seeing is this. Aaron Rodgers all along went into this situation saying he's going to go through this process naturally, and he's not going to go through the typical uh, kind of surgeries, everything else that comes along with this that's going to have the um, the normal protocols and yep. what you got to do to recover from an injury of the situation. Um, Achilles are normally something that once you tear your Achilles, you're done, no matter what point of the season it's in. He tore his Achilles on fourth play of the year. Um I think he's now trying to prove a point that his belief in medicine is correct, and he's trying to fight this thing, trying to prove he can come back. What's going to be happening is this: I think don't do it because in the because the Jets are four and seven right now. Is that right? Four and seven. Four and seven. It's, he's going to do all this hype up and build up to come back. He's not going to play this week. They're going to go to four and eight. At that point, we're going to go. Well, he could have come back. He could have come back. Wow, isn't it, a, isn't it a miracle? Yeah, the guy's belief in medicine is one hundred percent correct. He's practicing. And he's going to get on what Pat. You know? He's going to get on Pat McAfee's show and talk about how he was ready to go, but it's just not worth it. He's going to get ready for next year, and that's going to be the end of the story, guys. That's going to be it. We're not going to see Aaron Rodgers play again this year. It's going to be all for show. That's my thought, and it, that's how it's going to end up. I think that um, for Aaron Rodgers, I think he's saying all the right things. And I think he's like he's a team guy, and he wants what's best for the team, and he wants to be out there with his guys. And I think if they gave him the opportunity, I don't care what the record is, he'd take if, it. If they, oh yeah, he he would it. fucking go out there to fight for his team in a heartbeat. And I don't think that's a facade or anything. I think that if they let him go out there, he would go out there. Uh, but the reality is, even if you were at the level of the Buffalo Bills right now, who are 6-6. Six and six. I still don't think the organization will let him go out there because um, the only goal is to win a championship, whether you're the New York Jets or anybody. 
even if you're Aaron Rodgers, now that's not Aaron Rodgers' mentality. He just wants to be out there for his teammates, and that's great. I respect that. But, you know, when you look at the macro situation, the only point of this is to win a championship. You know that you have a 0% chance right now. And even if you were, like, sitting at 6-6 six and six, like the Buffalo Bills yep. with that Jets roster, you know you probably have like a 2% chance of winning the championship. Why would you do that if you're the Jets organization? Now, I understand why you would do that from Aaron Rodgers' perspective because he's made this, you know, he's trying to make this miraculous comeback, and I respect that. I get it from his perspective, but if you're the Jets, you're the organization, no way in hell you're letting him out there. Even if they've got the Bills record at six and six, you can let them practice. which they I'm don't cool have, they don't have that record. They have a shitty ass record right now, so it, it's a big fucking joke. Like, just bring this guy back. Normally, I, I think it's great that that Aaron Rodgers wants to fight for his team, and and he thinks that they could have a chance at maybe the seven seed or what have you. But um, when when reality hits you, you, you know the best case scenario is to just you know, let this thing heal and come back next year and run it back because as shitty as that fucking offensive line is, I can make the case that if the Jets were the seventh seed right now, right the fuck now, they still wouldn't let that motherfucker No, you let it come back. Because that if offensive you're, if you're line... you're in the playoffs, you let it come back. No. Yes, you Absolutely do. not. That offensive line is so shitty... You you your your chances of winning a Super Bowl are like two percent. Why would you run his ass out there to get injured again in the same fashion? In the well, in the same fashion that they ran his ass out there in week yeah. one. And and that offensive line, which was shitty then, is just as shitty, if not worse, right now. You're not gonna run him out there. I don't think they would run him out there if they were in the playoff hunt right now. And I, I could pretty much guarantee you that because there, there's no point. That that offensive line is a big bag of dicks. <laughs> well, all right. If that's what he thinks, that's what he thinks, man. What can we do about it? As we know, we know, so we Jets, know what Aaron Rodgers' plan was all along. If they were in the hunt, he's going to come back no matter what. So, yeah, so Jets essentially – I mean, this weekend and next weekend all depend on everything for the Jets right now uh, on who wins and stuff. I think just this weekend is very important for the Jets. If they win, we very well could see Aaron Rodgers try it out because they still have a chance for the playoffs. Fuck no. We very well could see him try it out. If he's practicing yeah. today, it's very possible. If they we'll lose, see. that's when you call it, hey, cool, dude. They're not going to win you're not, anything. You're not going out, though. They're, they're not going to fucking so win I mean, anything. Tanner, that's they're going to go to 4-8. and eight. And it's going to be a whole game of well, uh, I, well, I could have if we would have if we would have stuck have. in the playoff race. But we decided to let me sit and recover and take a whole year. Yep, no, so it's going to be his thing. Weird it's situation. all it's all stemming from narcissism. We saw Cam Akers do that too, right? In the same year, he came back for the playoffs. Oof, so. Cam Akers. We saw how man. bad that wow. was. That guy, As a, big, well, he's running, got a big running cock, back, doesn't he? and now and now he has another torn Achilles. No, I don't. Cam Oof. Akers sucks ass anyway. 
always did suck Oof, ass for the record. That's brutal. For the record, Cam Akers was always sucking ass. So that's a I don't brutal give a shit about that player. <laughs> brutal comparison. Never have, never will. Don't ever draft that's him again, Tanner. Brutal. Next time you get us in a league together, don't ever draft his ass ever oh, again. I'm never putting us in a league together. That's like, game. man. Well, there's a disaster. And after I mean, that. Would you rather have Cam Akers or Clyde Edwards Alaire? I mean, <laughs> like, oh, oh mm, fuck. I don't know. Dildo dild- dild- up your ass instead. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's get down to our end. Let's go ahead and do the final, the thing that we're uh, supposed to be the best at that we were not the best at. Uh, there's no reason. Oh my God! Look at that record. Ooh, that is bad. Brutal. Brutal. Dude, this is are bad. You, are you ready for the recap? <laughs> Holy shit! Just give me my fucking percentage. That's all I care about. No, I have 57, 58. First of all, like I finally that. got Tanner to stop doing college. You, know, you didn't get me to stop doing. You college. motherfucker! I'm not doing college. It doesn't mean that you you were the one that. I don't want to see me. you bet college ever again. I am. Ever. I will bet next year. So, uh, God, I I'm not betting college this weekend. I don't trust title games. Thank God. Anyways, guys, let's get into it. The easy money bet of the week. Recap here coming in for last week. Here it was uh, not a good week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, JG had the Jets plus nine and a half against the Dolphins. He had a great, I mean, you had some great paragraphs. I bought into it almost, man. You bought into it. I, I, was, like, I was like, he might be right. Like, the this prob- Dolphins the prob- team might The problem suck. is the NFL also bought into it, and they probably read that, and they were like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we Pick gotta make it go opposite on a hail mary at the end of the half. Yeah, probably not. When, when the NFL starts listening to the JG, now you got a problem. There we go. You got some problems. Jets plus nine and a half was a loss. Uh, Thursday night CD at ninety over ninety one and a half receiving yards for Mike over here. Uh, he ended up with like forty five something. Oh, like that. he had a little more than that. Forty seven. He's in the fifties. <laughs> fifty ish uh, yards there did not get that. Uh, bet there so that was a loss uh liberty who was covering by 24 in the fourth quarter decided to let a stinker of a touchdown going to play and ended up not covering the 16 and a half and they only won by 15 so congratulations liberty for earning that bet there got that l and then tampa bay money line we all saw that stink so it was rough <sighs> it was rough uh we, our- we as a group need to do better um, like, like, I, like a coach puts, would say every week. What's that record? What's at, my fucking percentage? Puts Tanner? that record at twenty five and thirty for the season. That's yeah, awesome. What's what's the JG? Uh, JG. Look, this is a team sport, Jason. <laughs> Fuck you. I want to know my down. fucking percentage. It's going down, you fucker. JG's win percentage is fifty seven percent. Mike's win percentage is fifty percent. I you got some to work with. 37? You got nothing to work He's with. He's at 37. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, fuck. Even if you were doing the thing that we do sometimes, he would still I would not still lose. Be losing. Dude, he would still oh, lose man. money. That's brutal. Uh, the sports platoon's total percentage oh, is 45 That's awful. Percent. It's disgusting. We're, I'm going to we, call this a get. We need to do better. We need I've, to call this. This is a get right moment right now. This I've is a get right I never thought we would be in this position. I don't know what it was last year right now, but this is bad. Well, I'm going back up to 60. I don't give a fuck. I don't remember us last year ever losing like four or five or four whatever bets in one. We lost twice as everybody. Everybody lost. We've lost. Do you, we've do you want me to kick it now. off? You want me to kick it off? JG, kick us yeah. off for this week's slate. I'm going up to Please. 60% right now. I don't give a fuck what you guys JG, do. JG, kick us off with this slate. So um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm looking at that Seahawks 
Dallas game. Uh, got 84% of the public going for Dallas minus nine. They are at home. I view this as a trap game, guys. Dallas has won three games in a row, and they have looked spectacular in all three of those games. Meanwhile, uh, Geno Smith and the Seahawks, they're coming off two straight losses. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks plus nine in this game as my easy money bet of the week. Uh, Dallas guys, you, you guys know, I mean, they're, they're just not that good. Dallas is going to start doing Dallas things. Um, they're going to get cocky after winning those three games in a row. They're, they're not going to put forth their best effort in this game. I'll put it that way. So give me Seattle plus nine. You can get right. uh, plus nine on Seattle. Best bet is on points bet uh, minus 110. You also get that on BetMGM, DraftKings, or not DraftKings, sorry, BetMGM, Caesars. <clears throat> And points bet. So I hope you're right, man. I'm serious. Like I, I'm not. Like we got to get this shit going. All right, yeah. Jim, no, I'll be back to sixty percent. No problem. Sixty right. fucking percent. <clears throat> well, you guys already heard it. I already gave it away once today. So I said my final score would be twenty-four to thirteen. That is the under forty-two and a half for the Chiefs and Packers game. That is my easy money bet of the week. Ooh, what is it? Forty-two and a half. Ooh, I like and, that uh, shit, man. We're, we're working with a season that's full of unders, and we're still sitting at 59.5 as a season and the unders so far this year in the NFL. It has been quite a spectacle to see and watch unfold as a, as a fan of points. Um, well, good points, not just points in general, just you know, quality points. This year has been ugly points, and it's not been, it's not been fun in a lot of ways. But um, for me this time... I think the Chiefs defense comes up, shows out, puts a great stop on an injured and uh, battered offense of the Packers. Jordan Love is not going to have himself a good time. The last time these two teams faced, it was also the under as well. Um, so I'm going to go under again this time. 42 and a half. That's all I got to say about that, man. I already talked to you guys about the game earlier. So You can get the under 42 and a half, a minus 110 on points bet. You can get that across the board except for FanDuel. FanDuel is the only book that has minus 114 at under 42 and a half. Everybody else is at a better line. So. I am so excited to get the non-college sports version of yeah. Tanner Dawson right now. Yeah. I can't tell you how excited I am, oh, man. Lord. No college. Fact, I might take some of this fucking money right now and put it on fucking Tanner's bullshit. You mean to tell me he's finally going to get a bet right? He's due. Like he's he's going to get a bet right? He's getting two been, bets right. He's been so shitty for so long. He's going to get two bets right. It, it's a must win. It's a must win. He's not going to bet on Albany or Change. New Hampshire to do some random All shit. All this fucking Some team money. he's never watched before. All my fucking money. I'm gonna Tanner, bet, bet on New Mexico for right Friday. How about, how about I bet on New Mexico State? Actually, that's not true. I'm not going to bet on oh, New Mexico State. Why bullshit. did this drop? Want to bet on New Mexico points. State? Hold on. Oh, shit. Oh, here he's go back to the drawing board. Dude, he's gonna go back. He's to, gonna get. This he's gonna dropped get. two points. He's getting since it now. I put the bet in at going college. Hours Can ago. you just please pull up an in-game table tennis and just bet on that right now? Like yeah, I would love well. to see that shit, well. man. Give me a so fucking coin toss on table tennis. Report. I would love it. You'd hmm. probably win too, man. If you bet on table tennis, you'd be more likely to win than your fucking NFL. I've seen bullshit. you guys do it and your college oh, bullshit. So Keenan Allen did not practice today. Khalil mm. Mack didn't. Oh, that was rest. Never mind. Khalil Mack's fine. I think I still like that, though. Trying right. too hard. Trying too Let's hard. Let's go into go it, opposite. guys. Go opposite. Ladies and gentlemen. I <laughs> know oh, I'm going with it because I think oh, it's fuck. the right play. 
I think it's the right play still. And this is an even better line, and I'll take this all day. Los Angeles Chargers at the New England Patriots coming to play. Four and seven, two and nine is their records. Three, seven, and one against the spread for the Chargers. Two and nine against the Patriots. The Patriots have not covered. Uh, oops, clicked the wrong one. The Patriots have not covered since October 22nd against the Buffalo Bills. Outside of that, they didn't cover again until the Jets. And that was the beginning of the season there. The Chargers have not covered uh, since the Jets game. But here's the difference, guys. They're lose, They're not covering against these good teams, decent teams. I'll put decent because Green Bay is in this list. But they're beating the bad teams and covering against the bad teams. The Jets, Chicago, uh, Minnesota at the time was really bad too at the beginning of the season. This is minus four and a half now, ladies and gentlemen. I had a minus six written up here. Minus four and a half at minus 110 on points bet for the Los Angeles Chargers to cover the spread against the New England Patriots. We don't know who's quarterback. We don't know if it's Zappy. They're not going to roll Mac Jones back out there. Is Malik Cunningham going to come in and, and you know play quarterback? We don't know. Fox bet is good. Hey, Fox bet is at minus five and a half right now. Yeah. So you yeah. want to get that four while you can. You want to yes. get the minus four and a half. Absolutely. So we're going Chargers. I love this even more now. Uh, right. Despite the possibility of no Keenan Allen, yeah, you should like the even Chargers. More. The Chargers often should be able to blow this team out because uh, what is the Patriots over under in that game? By the way, it is. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, forty. Here. It's forty and a half. Forty and a half. Right. Oh, there's forty too. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I, I honestly too. think if, if New England knows what's good for them, they're tanking right now. Well, they yeah. need to play Malik They Gunningham. need to tank. Here's the thing. So. I would take the under on that game, too. Personally. So, minus four and a half for the Los Angeles Chargers over the New England Patriots. I like that one, Tanner. I might actually throw my that is a good one. $2,000. Hey, I'm, right I'm going to Vegas. Set. Maybe that's a bet I place well, as long as so I can throw two grand on there, Mike. The next one here has – nope, we're, we're still good. we got the best bet out there. So uh, this is one that we discussed a little uh, beginning – or pre-show when we were talking about easy money bet here. Uh, but I'm running on this side of things here. Detroit going against the Saints. Uh, Detroit is 7-4-0 and oh against the spread. The Saints are 2-8-1. and one. You throwing um, two bets out? Yes, I am. Wow. Detroit okay. is has not covered the last two games against Green Bay and Chicago, but those are division games. I don't expect I, they should cover against these dumbass teams, but I don't expect them to cover conference games. Outside of conference, they are really good at covering here. Uh, New Orleans, on mm. their hand, has a weird situation going on there. Uh, God, it's bad out there. They haven't covered since Indy. And that's been three weeks ago or four weeks ago now. Uh, they couldn't cover against Chicago, Minnesota, or Atlanta. And they're just not on the right trend. They're kind of downrolled spiraling. Minus four, a minus 110, a Detroit Lions team that we saw. If you remember the Ravens game and they got their asses blown out on them, now you lose to Green Bay in, in a division game that you should have won on Prime Day, on Thanksgiving Day. You're going to come out pissed off here. And I think they end up winning the scene by almost two or three touchdowns. Minus four at minus 110, Detroit Lions. You find that on points bet, uh, ESPN bet, bet MGM, Caesars, as well as, oh, yeah, points bet. Uh, DraftKings is minus 112, and you get minus four and a half on FanDuel if you have it. But minus four is what the number we're going with here. Shit, Tanner, you might go two for two now that you got rid of your fucking college bullshit. So Liberty is playing New Mexico State. <laughs> Yeah, rid of your college bullshit now. You know you're now you're for real, man. Yeah, no, we're, you're not, we're not doing the, any of that today. You're like, you're swinging with the big dicks, the heavy so, hitters. So those man. are the two official plays there. Charge. So we got 
Seahawks plus nine for JG. Chiefs pack under 42.5 for Mike. I have the Chargers at minus 4.5 and, and Detroit at minus 4 for our easy money bet of the weeks. All right, guys. Let's win them today. Let's win them. We can't today. Uh, Maybe well, Sunday. I know when we can't today. Okay. Win them this weekend. Win them this weekend because oh, Thursday. I'm just tired of losing. Thursday? JG's Thursday. Oh, so he's got so he's got Thursday. I got Sunday night. And I got, you got Sunday morning. Sunday morning. All right. So you're covered. You're covered. All right. Uh, let's see here. What do you say? Time. Uh, Starsky said time mm. for players only meetings for you guys. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> hey. we're we're about there. Whenever I heard we all lost, yeah. I was I was about uh, to call, call a meeting. Bit. I don't. Are they? Even, I don't it's even it's funny playing. he brought that up because we do have a players only only meeting about. We do it twice a year, don't we? Yeah, about twice a year. We haven't had one in a long. Well, we got we got to like pry him out of his basement to get him to come out to it. There's there's no James Madison. We tell Starsky. him it's a it's a players only meeting, but, but he only yeah. shows. You know, we got to pull him out of there to get Starsky, him. Starsky, if you're gonna throw down I, a bet though, I think we're gonna do one. Next Liberty, week. Oregon. Yeah, we're probably due for one. Tanner, let's do it next week. A, a players only meeting. We're probably due. Maybe you and because I I am pissed at I'm pissed at you for sure. Yeah, I'm slightly stuff. pissed at you. SMU I'm pissed at you right now. Late. That's how we have to start the show at nine twenty because that's of how, your ass. Yeah, that's how you work these things out. The audience is pissed uh, at you, Starsky. For, some good for starting okay. late. Scott Kobe's been waiting for two hours for your ass. Yeah, he was. I'm Starsky sorry. Starsky came I, back. I'm sorry, Scott. Man, it was my fault, bro. <laughs> he knows. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm hoping I go to Vegas and never come back. If I win a million, I'm, you guys won't see me ever again. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, uh, I think that's all we got for today. Um, I don't have any words left in me. I got to go do some things at the house before I go. So, uh, what do you guys have left to say for yourselves? I got nothing, man. I just got all this money. I'm gonna fucking throw on Tanner's bets. Hey, uh, I was, I was gonna... you know, there's there's people. There's probably fraudsters watching. It's gonna, it's gonna hack into his IP address. Look at all this. And it's gonna find fraud, out where he's dude. at, and that that they're gonna come get that cash. They're not gonna get shit, man. I'm gonna put uh, all this shit down on our fucking Mike, because I know you follow it. Any any towel games excite you this weekend for college? Um, wait, what are the matchups again right now? What are the, what are the good matchups? Uh, title games. Oh yeah, Oregon, Washington, Oklahoma State, Texas. Excite me. Uh, I guess Tulane, SMU should be a really good well, one. Of course, Georgia, Alabama. I do. I I'm gonna go with some Georgia on that. I don't care about. Bama. I don't care about what they got to go work with. No, nah, I'm I'm going with Georgia. Georgia's still to cover the four and a half even on that game. Um, Texas, Oklahoma State. I'll take Texas to cover as well. The 14, 14 and a half. Texas to cover the 14. Oregon, Washington's going to be great, though. That's how it opened that. So it's at I like 14 Oregon, and a half, 15. Oregon, Washington. I'm going to take Washington. I'll, I'm taking game. Oregon money line right now. So. When can okay. we get when can we get sixteen teams in this fucking playoff, man? Like this oh, is fucking. Wait stupid. till next year. You I get want 12. sixteen or thirty. You get twelve, baby. Like that, you get know? twelve. The more, the merrier. I'll take West, Washington yeah. to cover that bullshit. JG on time is a twenty. JG on time is a twenty-five to one bet. Ooh, that's <laughs> that's true. That's about true, Scott. That's I like that, point. Scott. Uh, he says take Miami, Ohio plus seven and a half. That's a guy that throws down some fucking money. So, all right, all right. Well, I'll be, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. 
Hopefully I could find some time to just like make some bets while I'm out there in Vegas. Well, you, you're going to be in that fucking titty pool next week, aren't you? Or no, it's, the pools are closed. It's almost December. They don't have titty pools in December. Out but there. they need to have some indoor titty pools. They do. Oh, you know what they do? They turn the um, the what's the swim thing called? Stadium swim. Hmm. They turn that into a big hot tub, like big big hot right. hot tub spa sauna, whatever the fuck. Well, you'll be playing cards. So, That's the only thing. You know, play some cards and make yeah. a shitload of money out there. Fuck. I'll play some baccarat. Yeah. Have fun, Mike, in uh, Vegas. I'll uh, I'll let you guys know how it goes when I'll I get back. Know. I'll send some pictures out on uh, Lambo. So, yep. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Tanner's going to Lambo. So he'll be out. He'll be in Lambo while I'm in Vegas, and then you're finally at home. I'm you're, gonna be home for once. You're not. Yeah. That's crazy. You're the one that's at home. And you're normally running around all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably get drunk. Nothing else. <laughs> hey, we're all gonna be drunk. drunk. Make some money. Yeah. We're all gonna be drunk, man. Drunk and making money. That's the plan, right? That's Pretty the much. goal. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, appreciate you all for joining and waiting and dealing with our asses taking all night long. So um, we'll be back next week, hopefully with some energy coming out of a long weekend we got coming up. And uh, I'll see you all in the next one. Outro. See you guys.